This is the Light Goddess Podcast, and I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach. If you are here, it means that you are on the sacred feminine journey. You are wild crafting seven figures, and come hell or high water, you will root the divine feminine and more love into this world. Let's get into it. Welcome, goddesses. Welcome back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I'm Jude Hotep, and this episode of Sacred Vibes Saturday is really powerful. We're going to talk about some empowerment, all the power, the powers, empowerment, all the powers. (laughs) This episode is called The Serpent, The Healer, The Transformation. First, I want to let you know about the Light Goddess Coaching Program, where we dismantle the suppressed light of the Divine Feminine and restore self-belief, intuition, and feminine flow. You can get into a sacred consult with me at lifecoachjude.com. And I'm so excited about divine feminine abundance, eight weeks of group coaching, and we're digging deep into confidence and into moving the needle and magnetizing your clients, moving the needle on your revenue, and working with building belief and um, going deep into restoring the sacred feminine within super um super powerful this work and it begins next tuesday september 14th the information is on lifecoachjude.com and let's get into this episode the serpent is an ancient symbol of the goddess It has many meanings across many cultures it was worn by women to signify their devotion to the mystery school to love to truth it is part of isis's heritage to us and is a messenger of healing It is also used to symbolize the divine feminine and masculine coming together in unity it was used in allopathy er errantly so you may see the symbol used in the industrial medical complex and uh often depicted as one snake which is not the original symbol symbols are so often co-opted by the conquerors by small factions small groups really inhabited by darkness Um, symbols are co-opted to destroy their original meaning and the sacred connection to the to the divine mother or to the symbol's original sacred meaning you know a great example is a swastika it was you know native american symbol and was turned and then co-opted and when a people's connection to what is sacred to them is severed so too are they disconnected from meaning from purpose from their empowerment from their divinity from what's the truth within them. It is a first cut of the blade of oppression and invading conquistadors always destroy the holy sites and sacred buildings, often burying the dead in the walls of the buildings they build in their place. So the serpent is a sign of transformation and fertility and fecundity and fecundity, and sometimes reincarnation. It is a sign of the goddess, and as sometimes used as a sign of reincarnation, which is another way to say transformation, right? 
the snake being born again from its own self, shedding the old skin. The Hopi people were a very equalitarian people in a matrilineal society. They performed annual rituals for the fecundity of their crops. They performed a serpent dance celebrating a sky spirit snake youth and an underworld spirit snake girl and their union to renew life again. This is the use of the two snakes intertwined on a staff representing the divine masculine and feminine, the kundalini energies rising up. So in so many traditions across spans of time, you see the symbol of the goddess and you always see what comes from that, which is the unity of the sacred masculine and feminine together. There were times in our history during the last thousand years where women would begin to move out of domestication and begin to move out into society. And because of this, humanity and society would begin to move towards greater justice, greater equality, connection, partnership, peace, fairness, more rights for people, more human rights, humanistic times. The Elizabethan times, the troubadour period in France, the French Renaissance, and a few other moments in history, they were always squashed and repressed with violence and oppression and and the portrayal of that in whatever the media source was of that time. And when anyone is oppressed, humanity is oppressed, and there's a retardation of evolution and the growth of our own soul's evolution. We are repressed as a society and as a people. These times were the periods of time when women were moving into society and getting out of domestication and repression and the subservient vestige of the different roving bands, the Kurgans and others who came with the blade and came with death and came with killing and marauding and you know that that usurped and took over the peaceful agrarian equalitarian you know goddess cultures where the goddess religions were were you know enacted at the time and there was equalitarian society in place and peaceful societies and love and joy and 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 expansion and evolution. That's where our modern technologies come from, like paved roads and architecture and indoor plumbing. <laughs> it comes from pre-Western civilization. You know, it's not taught in schools. We're not taught that. I wonder why. You know, it's 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 important to to understand and connect these threads together. You know, the goddess is the weaver. And the spinner of creation. You know, so these times where women moved into society were precursors to where we are right now. They carved pathways in the violent, destructive, authoritarian rule. They planted seeds. They made the ground fertile for this period we are living now. The mother goddess, she has never been far from us. She's always been there. And she's everywhere. This time in history, women will not be forced back into the kitchens. We have done our work over the millennia, quietly in the temples, fiercely standing ground in the factories, 
in office buildings, pushing forward, training in the mystery schools, studying late at night. We have marched and chained ourselves to trees, worked three jobs, raised children, and studied at night for degrees, and fought for rights. We have fought the abusers and the oppressors, and we have won rights and freedoms and more equality. We have paved vast roots in cultural norms that keep rape culture and female dishonor perpetuated. That This is a new time in history. We have made too much ground, but they are trying. And the world fears perpetuated in the media 24-7, and billions of people are glued to that screen and that their life force is being diminished. And they, you know, can't can't understand that, right? So your light goddess work matters. Matters. Isn't it crazy that the spell that was sold to us to work hard, to get ahead, to be better than others, all the divisiveness, the ways to separate, because the people divided cannot stand, right? The programming, the power, money, status was what would provide you security. False ideas that play on people's limbic brain, the part of the brain that reacts to fear and reacts in fear, that part of the brain that is responsible for seeking safety and needs to be accepted by a group at all costs, or else it fears that exile means death. It's that old part of our brain that we still have to work with and disengage but it's engaged via the programming and via the conditioning and and so we have to disengage and we have to be conscious of it and raise our consciousness raise our awareness you know this herd inclination of the reptilian part of our brain doesn't concern itself with true connection of the heart it doesn't care about connecting via truth because you vibe you click you know it's that old hierarchy it's the programming of the overculture to connect based off status and money and and things that don't matter right based off affluence and power not based on whether you really are soul tribe from the heart whether you really just actually are meant to connect this part of the brain hijacks your ability to think clearly and make decisions from your feminine intuition, the serpent in you, the snake symbol, the snake with its tail and its mouth used by the ancient goddesses to denote the goddess and the truth, love, the child of love, gold snake bracelets worn at the top of the arm, denoting the goddess. So you wore one and I wore one and we both knew. We both could look in each other's eyes and know. The opposite of that interjection by the overculture is all of that is what is not only truth but will set the world free. The opposite being doing what you love, going deep into your passions, being really good at making money and living a joyful life, deeply sacred and deeply motivated by bringing the child of love into this world. So by simply doing what your soul calls you to and what your heart desires, you serve the world and help 
whoever has eyes to see and ears to hear to move out of the fear off the screen, to move into their wild passions, to begin on the dream they've quietly had secreted away in their heart. And while this time is different in humanity's future, everyone that can hear the call is asked to stand, to rise into their heart's calling, their true desires, joys, passions. You are called to rise into your greatest empowerment through your light goddess work, your soul mission, your joyful, playful life. You're being called deeper into your work of the serpent, of the healer, of the transformer, of the brilliant feminine example of fecundity and abundance that is truth of all our peoples and our earth. I am sending you so much love in this Sacred Vibe Saturday. Can't wait to talk to you next episode. Hey, goddesses, this has been the Light Goddess Podcast. I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach. And if you would like to apply for the Light Goddess Program that is all over at lifecoachjude.com, click the button and we will talk. If you'd like a free guide on how to connect to your sacred feminine and make more money, that is over at lifecoachjude.com.